0: My name's Simon Baldock, and this podcast is called Tales from a Very Minor Celebrity. It's the story of how I conquered my insecurities and shyness, and went on to have a 35-year career in broadcasting, both in the UK and in Spain. You'll hear some of my most memorable celebrity interviews, and all the adventures I've had, and the stories behind them like the time I delivered half a carcass of beef to Margaret Thatcher at 10 Downing Street and the time I carried a million pounds worth of diamonds on the tube in an old Sainsbury's bag on the way to a photo shoot with Lord Snowden at the Ritz. I'm back! And so is my voice. Welcome to another edition of Tales from a Very Minor Celebrity, and thank you for your patience. I've spent a lovely few weeks back in Spain, where I lived for six years, and got over a throaty infection of some sort, which I'm sure I picked up on the flight over there. Anyway, it was great to get some Spanish sunshine on these old bones, rest my throat, and come back fit and healthy, and a little bit tanned to start recording more episodes of my podcast. Now, as promised, at the end of episode six, I said you'd hear from two child actors who I had the pleasure of speaking to some years ago when I went through a stage of contacting stars from some of my favourite programmes back in the day. And I'm talking about when I was still at school. So these are cult classics from the 70s, All American programmes, such as the original Star Trek, The Dukes of Hazzard, Starsky and Hutch, The A-Team and The Beverly Hillbillies, those sorts of programmes. So what I used to do was to contact the stars of these shows through their websites and to my amazement, everyone, and I mean everyone who I contacted without exception, agreed to do an interview with me. Mind you, it did help that I was working for the BBC at the time and having a BBC email address does open quite a few doors anyway over the next few weeks i'll play you some of these interviews starting with two child actors butch patrick who played eddie munster in the munsters and billy moomy who was will robinson in lost in space danger will robinson danger (laughs) that's the one Well, Butch Patrick was born Patrick Allen Lilly in 1953, and as well as being an actor, he's also a musician. He began his professional acting career at the age of seven and is best known, of course, for his role as the child werewolf Eddie Munster on the CBS comedy series The Munsters, which aired between 1964 and 1966, and also in the feature film in 1966 called Munster Go Home. He also appeared on the ABC Saturday morning series Lidsville. Nope, I'd never heard of it either. But that ran from 1971 to 1973. But of course, it's the Munsters, which is still a huge part of his life. And I began by asking him about his memories of being on the show.
1: Mostly I remember I used to just spend a lot of time at the studio exploring when I wasn't working. <laughs> and uh, or when I wasn't in school, it was a great place to go poke around and see uh, the magical world of movie making
0: and what about the actual process of getting the role how did it all happen for you
1: i was in illinois they had looked at over 500 children for this part and my agent um got me an interview they flew me out for a screen test and for some reason they liked me and they hired me on the spot wow. and uh, it was my third series in the when i was 11 years old i had done two series beforehand so i was i was a veteran but i was still uh I looked very young for my age, and they liked that.
0: Were you looked after by the other members of the cast?
1: Cast was wonderful. They were very nice folks. They all had families of their own. Uh, they were great. They knew that they knew it could be troublesome for a kid to be by himself, so they took the time and the and the effort to uh, show me around and let me, like you know, play baseball with me or throw a frisbee or you know, to let me be a kid. But at the same time, they were very patient uh, with my development.
0: Fred Gwynn, uh, who, of course, played uh, Herman Munsters, unfortunately, he's uh, sadly not with us anymore. What about the rest of the, uh, the cast? Do you still see each other? As a matter of
1: fact, yesterday I was at a show with Grandpa Al Lewis. <laughs> uh, I drove up to see Di Carlo, who played my mother, about two weeks ago to oh. take her some photos.
2: Wow. And
1: uh, around Halloween over here, we all get together and we, and we tour around and see each other at Haunted Houses
0: because <laughs> i suppose halloween's big business for you
1: yes i uh in the month of october i, I almost go oh, close to maybe half my entire annual income from that one month
0: wow and what have you been doing since those days with the monsters
1: well i worked until i was 21 in the business um i started phasing out it when i was 18 because you know i'd worked all my life and i had a few dollars saved up and i wanted to enjoy the beach and you know what kids do but mostly i have uh, done promotions and had a few small Businesses and worked in the gambling industry. And over the last, ever since MTV came on the air about 17 years ago, I uh, have been working on the fringes of music with promotions and video and things like that.
0: The monsters was it was it a help to you or a hindrance? Looking back now, would you have preferred to have done something else?
1: Well, you know that's one of those things you can always look back. But honestly, I wouldn't um, change anything. But really, I enjoyed it. It was fun, and it was very difficult hard work because of the makeup and the special effects and the that was very dirty but at the same time it was a -a one-of-a-kind unusual show that will never be duplicated and it it was on paper it didn't look very good it looked like a bomb but when the characters and the actors became came to life it was surprisingly funny and witty
0: Well, that was Butch Patrick, and during his almost six-decade-long acting career, he appeared in around 60 television shows and films. However, the majority of his appearances came as supporting roles or guest appearances. According to Patrick, it was actress Yvonne De Carlo who played Herman Munster's wife, Lily, who made a huge impact on his personal as well as his professional life since he worked alongside her in the show The Munsters. She not only helped him in his acting career, but also provided support in his personal life as a mentor and friend. He obviously had a, a very special place for her in his heart. Butch Patrick was diagnosed with prostate cancer in 2011. However, due to the early detection of the disease, he has made a full recovery. Today, Patrick does the occasional film and television work, including making cameo appearances as himself on episodes of the Fox animated television series The Simpsons. Yep, he's been on that. And in the 2003 comedy film, Dickie Roberts former child star as well as appearing as a grown up Eddie Munster in the Little Caesars pizza commercial the rest of the time he has a great time just travelling the world as a celebrity guest of car shows conventions and autograph shows as well as being Mr Halloween providing consulting services to the haunted house attraction industry which also exports classic cars to Australia so he obviously has a very good life now, on to our second child star, Billy Moomy. Even before Lost in Space, he appeared in a number of 60s TV classics, including Bewitched, I Dream of Jeanie, The Twilight Zone, Alfred Hitchcock Presents, and a starring role in the film Dear Bridget, opposite Hollywood legend James Stewart And Bridget Bardot, lucky boy. And in the 1990s, he played the role of Léonier in all five seasons of the sci-fi TV series Babylon 5. But of course, it's his role as Will Robinson in Lost in Space that he still remembers with great fondness.
2: I'd started working when I was five, and Lost in Space came along when I was uh, 11, I believe. But I loved, really, I loved every day of going to work on that show playing will robinson was like being a little superhero in a comic book to me i've always been a huge fan of that genre you know superhero comic books and uh finally here i was able to get your kind of spacesuit costume and a ray gun and a robot be the hero (laughs) all the time I, i just i looked forward to getting up and going to work so it was great um i still see those people socially all the time really jonathan harris who played dr smith he and I have the same voiceover agent. We recently did uh, two episodes of Disney's animated Buzz Lightyear cartoon series together. Oh, wow. And, uh, and we go to dinner, you know, maybe once every month or two. I see Angela Cartwright. We've been working on this fantasy novel together. And maybe once or twice a year, there's a, some kind of a publicity appearance where the, the yeah. whole group gets together. And it's, it's really nice to see those people. And
0: what did you think of the Lost in Space movie?
2: I thought it was an uneven film. You know, I, I think it's hard to tell a a good time displacement story, and of course that script had a time displacement theme going throughout it. Of course, I have to question my own objectivity about it. Sure. But uh, you know, I, I know that some of the original cast had cameo appearances in it. Yeah. Jonathan Harris, Doctor Smith, and myself didn't. So you know, a, a classic Lost in Space cast reunion without Will and Doctor Smith is kind of like a Stones reunion without Keith and Mick, what it really did was it made the old series even more popular with people.
0: Something else I wanted to talk to you about as well was your appearance in in a marvellous film called Dear Bridget, which was a great favourite of mine because A, I lusted after Bridget Bardot. Um, as most young men did, I suppose, around those years, and it uh, also starred the great Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, it must be fantastic for you to be to be working with such a great actor
2: well, that was one of my fondest memories of, of my work as a child actor. Uh, I spent basically ten weeks every day working with with uh, Mr. Stewart, you know just the two of us, so we, we certainly carried the bulk of that film together mm. and, and he was just such an amazing gentleman, and really showed you how it should be done. You know, there was never any star trips or or uh, emotional, you know, fits from him. He was always there hanging out with everybody, a real gentleman and just the consummate actor. And, and I thought we had a wonderful screen chemistry together. Of course, the scenes with Bridget Bardot were uh, pretty cool for me. I was the first American Actor to receive a screen kiss from, from Bridget Bardot. She was, uh, let's see, she turned 30 when we were making that that project, so uh, she was certainly an awesome sight of feminine reality.
0: Were you too young to appreciate it, though?
2: <laughs> no, I wasn't. And I'll tell you, what, one of the funny moments I remember there is sitting there and uh, kind of checking out her cleavage and, <laughs> and enjoying the view.
0: was one of the few original cast members of the TV show not to have a cameo in the 1998 film. Moomy had wanted to play the adult version of Will Robinson, but the producers thought it might be confusing for audiences, and they cast Gerard Harris instead. But in 2018, Moomi did feature in the pilot episode of the Netflix remake series. His character's name was Dr. Smith in homage to the character played by Jonathan Harris in the original 1965 TV series. Billy Moomy is still very busy these days. He's a prolific voiceover artist, appears in films and TV shows and is a very accomplished musician He plays the banjo, bass, harmonica, keyboards, mandolin and percussion. His various musical credits include songs he has written and recorded with America, performed on tour with Sean Cassidy and played with Rick Springfield's band in the film Hard to Hold. He also created the band B5 with other Babylon 5 actors. And that's it for this week. Now, next week, you'll hear some more interviews I've done with the stars from TV shows from my childhood. And next week, it's the original Star Trek series. And you'll hear from Mr. Sulu, George Takai, and Captain Kirk himself, William Shatner. Star Trek has been such a huge part of your life. Have you ever thought what would have happened if you hadn't got that role as James T. Kirk?
2: You know, I came into Star Trek with... uh with a fair amount of celebrity and uh it it wasn't news to me to be uh my name to be up there in the lights and Mm. people coming to, to see me uh and subsequently the the tremendous popularity of star trek made me popular was different it was more intense but it's always been a part of my life so i i've Almost all of my adult life has been spent in the, in the limelight, so I, I, I don't know too much else. So no, I have not thought very often what would it have been like
1: because so much has befallen me as a result of being an
0: That's next week on Tales from a Very Minor Celebrity.